Welcome to the That's My Sis podcast, where we discuss faith, friendship, and fun as saved Christian women. But let your adorning be the hidden person of the heart with the imperishable beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which in God's sight is very precious. That's my sis. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of That's My Sis, the podcast. I am one of your hosts, Rachel Emerald. And I'm Janae. And we are here for another episode. We are in season two, and this will be episode two. But before we get into tonight's topic, um, I'm not sure if everyone listening did get a chance to listen to our episode um, one of uh, season two on toxic femininity. So if you didn't get a chance to listen to that yet, I definitely recommend you going ahead and going on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, YouTube, even our website, um, wherever you find podcasts, definitely recommend listening to that because this is just going to be a continuation pretty much. But Mm -hmm. before we um, get into tonight's topic, Jenna, do you have any like comments on um, the previous topic or just like in general and what's been going on in the interim? Um, as far as the previous topic, honestly, I feel like the episode, it kind of, it kind of speaks for itself. Um, I like the way that you worded it. I do feel like this episode, it will, it's funny how it it aligns with toxic femininity. Mm -hmm. Um, Obviously that's a work of the Lord that it worked out that way. But, um, as far as where I'm at, I don't know. I've just been really embracing my freedom in Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, I've just been experiencing a different level of freedom than I've, I've ever experienced before. Mm-hmm. And it's just increasing my joy. It's helping me to really just understand who I am. And I'm just, I'm just so grateful for it. So, you know, I may sound a little bit different this season, you know what I'm saying? But that's because I am just, I am a new person. I am a new creature and I embrace that fully and I'm, I'm proud of it. Absolutely. I mean, I agree. And I feel the same way, very much a different person. And mm-hmm. the Lord has just been continuing to work on me as well and just changed so much about me mm-hmm. and restored a lot as well. So it was very balanced. So mm-hmm. there are a lot of things that he just completely changed. And then there were things that that were already like in me, but were very much suppressed mm-hmm. that he, you know, brought back. And I'm very happy about it. And also just looking forward to, you know, the rest of what he's going to do. Yeah, absolutely. So not going to, you know, <laughs> delay the time. Because <laughs> you know, we could talk, girl. We, we could. Yeah, we could. But um, so tonight's topic is everyone's <laughs> favorite topics, like, <laughs> uh, the M word, um, modesty part two. So it's going to be beauty versus vanity. We should we should blur it out. You know how they do like with curse words where they put like the asterisks <laughs> after it. Just put like the M and then I the know. little asterisks. Because that's how people make it seem like it's like a curse word. For but real. It's, it's not. But before we like really get into the topic, if it's okay, I just wanted to read the definitions of beauty and vanity just so we're all on the same page Mm -hmm. throughout this episode so beauty by definition according to merriam-webster 
is the qualities, well, I'm sorry, are the qualities in a person that gives pleasure to the senses or pleasurably exalts the mind or spirit. So anything hmm. pretty much that is, you know, going to trigger trigger the five senses that we do have. That That is interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, girl, you dropped the bombs in the beginning. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I never, I never knew that that was the actual definition of beauty. I really always kind of looked at it as something that appeals to the sight. You know, um, it makes me think about that saying, "Beauty is in the eye of the beholder." Ooh, so I'm sorry, I'm getting excited. But beauty is in the eye of the uh, withholder, and I think that that is done purposely to limit beauty to what you can see. Mm-hmm. They don't talk about how it can appeal to different parts, different senses. So that's wow. I never, I never really read that definition. Uh, surprisingly. So, I mean, I definitely agree with what you were saying, and also like, I know I've read the definition before, but just you know, obviously being older and more mature, and just having that understanding, because even as women, like, you can feel beautiful mm-hmm. even yeah. without seeing yourself. You know. I, like right now, for yeah. Me, at least for me, yeah. Like I just feel beautiful. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, yeah. I mean, it's it's much more than just physical appearance. Mm-hmm. It it appeals to such such more than that. So I, I love the fact that you brought that out. Yes. So now that we have that understanding. We're going to also read the definition of vanity, also according to Merriam-Webster's Dictionary. So it's an inflated pride in oneself or one's appearance. So tonight we're going to talk about how beauty versus vanity, how that relates to modesty and how that looks for us as women who proclaim Christ Mm -hmm. and why it has been such... I want to use that word, but why it's been something that even women who do proclaim Christ, why they shy away from modesty, even when it does come to one parents. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm excited to get into it. Um, the first thing that was coming to my mind is that whenever we take anything out of the proper context, we don't we don't have the full understanding of it. And, you know, just in in preparing uh, for the episode, you know, I was just thinking about the fact that beauty is given by God. God is is the one that even makes something beautiful. If he calls something beautiful, then that means that it's beautiful. And the thing that a lot of us do nowadays, a lot of uh, so-called Christian women, and I mean, and let me not even say that. I don't even want to come out like being accusatory against people. I just think it's something that we've been trained to do, to use our beauty to benefit ourselves. You know what I'm saying? Like use our beauty to get us into the the spaces that we want to get into and just use it to take advantage of other people but if you really understand that it is something that is given to you by god it changes the way that you even see it absolutely you know um and so i I actually i was reading in ezekiel and so the context that this i just want to be clear 
Um, the context is this, of this is not necessarily a woman, it's really God talking about Israel and the way that they took their beauty that God gave them and used it to try to benefit themselves and impress other nations. But I think that is something that we also can apply to women um, on an individual basis. You yes. know, God is who makes you beautiful. So you are to, you're supposed to bless him with the beauty that he gives you and use it in the way that he intends for you to use it. So I'm going to go ahead and read uh, Ezekiel, Ezekiel 16 verses 13 through 16. So it says, thus you are adorned with gold and silver and clothing with clothing was of fine linen and silk and embroidered cloth you ate fine flour and honey and oil you grew exceedingly beautiful and advanced to royalty and your renown and your renown went forth among the nations because of your beauty for it was perfect through the splendor that i had bestowed on you declares the lord god but you trusted in your beauty and played the whore because of your renown and lavish your whorings on any passerby, your beauty became his. You took some of your garments and made for yourself colorful shrines and on them played the whore. The like has never been nor ever shall be. So <laughs> from from these verses, you, you really get to see the, the total disgust that God has when people use beauty as in a way that is vain. They use something that God gave them. They use something that God helped them to grow into because obviously if, if you look at um, uh, verse 13, it says you grew exceedingly beautiful and, ad and advanced to royalty. You aren't always beautiful. <laughs> you had to grow into that. So Israel as a nation and then us on an individual level, even, you know, that's why um, it's making me think about the saying like, um, like ugly ducklings. A lot of people, they grow into their beauty. Absolutely. You don't, you don't even know how to fully embrace your, the features that God has given you. You don't even see your full potential, but over time by going through the proper process, you're beautified by God pouring himself into you. And I was just thinking about just the, the level of disrespect that we, you know, show God when we use something that he gave us, such as our beauty, to try to make ourselves look a certain type of way to other nations or to other people and just misuse it. God sees it as whoredom. Absolutely, it's so funny that you said that because I was reading that too recently. Mm -hmm. And to your point, anything that God gives us is not just for us. Right. And that's the problem. Even with our looks, mm -hmm. it's not just for us. It's not like, hey, I'm going to make you look like this. I'm going to give you this body just for you. No. Mm -hmm. Anything that God gives you, anything internal, external, it is for his glory, number one. Mm -hmm. Number two, he's going to use it in whatever way he desires to use it. Absolutely. And even with, you know, like what you were saying with them using, well, with Israel playing the whore, mm -hmm. with their beauty, the the core of vanity is pride. And mm -hmm. in Proverbs 6, 16, like that, that's one of the six things that he hates. Absolutely. In Proverbs 6, 16 and 17, um, the King James Version mm -hmm. says these 
six things that the Lord hate, yea, seven are an abomination unto him, mm-hmm. a proud look, a lying tongue, and hands that shed innocent blood. And if you want to know what the other, what the remaining things are, please don't. <laughs> read your Bible. Read, read the rest of the verses. But the first thing listed is a proud look. So God yeah. hates pride. Yeah. And you can't, how, I guess in my mind, but, and I'm not even saying this, like I didn't struggle in my past when I was like in my, in my 20s with that, you know, at times, cause you know, you do start to feel yourself, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes like, you know, when you're younger, and yeah. you know some people that could be the situation now but mm-hmm. you know when I was in my 20s I definitely went through a long phase of just being like I am popping like <laughs> I am just gorgeous I'm beautiful and I still think that yeah. like I still know that but the context in which I think is way different you know I I just love now I love how God has made me completely like internally and externally and who he made me to be like all of my flaws I appreciate but I'm not obsessed with myself, you know, mm-hmm. and that's the big difference. And that's what our society does also promote, even among, unfortunately, Christian women, you know, that are buying into it as well. It's just being so obsessed with how you look as though what, how you look, it like that could change any day. Like you mm-hmm. never really know what situation could happen. Like you could get a disease, you know, you can get into a car accident, you could die. Like the way that you look is it's temporary. Absolutely. This whole this life is temporary. So to place your trust and all of your confidence in how you look is really it's I don't mm-hmm. want to just say stupid, but it is. Uh, yeah. I mean, yes, it's stupid because being stupid is to not know and you don't you don't know that this actually means nothing. So yes, yeah. I would say yeah, that it, it is guess. stupid. Yeah. And you know, I love the fact that you brought out you know how putting all of that emphasis on your beauty is prideful and i would say out of all of the sins the pride is the number one thing that Uh, that makes you look like the devil yes and it's so funny even thinking of the context of of beauty and the devil the devil or or what was his name before he Lucifer. lucifer was beautiful yes but you are only beautiful because God made you beautifully. Exactly. You didn't you, make yourself. Exactly. You were reflecting the light of God. So if God didn't reflect on you, you're not beautiful. Exactly. And you took that and you ran and you thought that because you looked a certain type of way, that that gave you reason to get the same level of worship of God. Mm-hmm. And it's... It's, it's the same way, you know, even I, I just think about, you know, a lot of, I would say just feminine rappers, female rappers nowadays, it's like they literally use their looks to get the worship of people. You, you know what I'm saying? I mean, and it's it's not limited to them, but the culture of hip hop is it's a culture of pride. You can't even be... You can't even be recognized as a good rapper if you're not prideful in the world. I wouldn't even just like limit it to hip hop though. I mean, the entertainment industry as a whole, yeah. you know, it's just all about pride. You know, all mm-hmm. of the award shows, it's about like who, who, you know, what was better than what, who was better than who, Yeah, you know, the red carpets. And don't get me wrong, like I love fashion. That's, mm-hmm. that's my thing. I love fashion or whatever, but there's, <laughs> 
there's a difference between, you know, having an appreciation of something and mm-hmm. finding your identity in something. And, you know, people finding their identities and how they look. So you find your identity in something that is fleeting, something that's not going to last, something that is temporary. Mm-hmm. Something that, you know, you didn't do. Like, you can't, there's nothing in this life that we can take credit for. So, I mean, outside of the fact, the only thing that, you know, like you can really be like that, you're well, you're going to be held accountable for your sin. Mm-hmm. You're going to be held for the life that you live, for every word that you've spoken. You're going to be held accountable, but you didn't do like, you didn't create yourself. You didn't make yourself, you know, look a certain type of way. And I, I mean, I, I agree. And then I also just wanted to add to the fact that I just think that it's the whole entertainment industry, the media in general, I mean, mm-hmm. social media, mm-hmm. just everything is just pushing women to, I mean, and now, I mean, cause I recently even saw that there was like a large percentage of men now getting like cosmetic surgery Sick. and things like that. But I mean, I have things I'm going to read later about, you know, cosmetic surgery and everything, but just the rise in that with women feeling like because they have low self-esteem like mm-hmm. you know but the thing that's so interesting though is you have low self-esteem and because you have low self-esteem you're not feeling good about yourself you don't like something you don't like how something on your body looks so you know what the antidote to that is for me to get surgery to yeah. fix that but i'm trying to understand <laughs> I I'm wish like, y'all could see her face right now. Well, I'm, not, I'm <laughs> honestly, I'm not even trying to like be funny, but it's like, you know, fixing that is not fixing the problem. So Absolutely. the problem, okay, so like, for example, like women who you may or may not have a certain type of shape or like, let's just, I'll just be direct. So like women who like are getting like the BBLs, the Brazilian butt lifts, right? Mm-hmm. So like you don't have, you don't have a butt, you don't have a certain type of butt. Right. Well, I'll just say that. Yeah. You don't have a certain type of butt. So that makes you feel bad about yourself. Mm-hmm. But the problem isn't the fact that you don't have a big butt. That's not the problem. The problem is the fact that you think that because you don't have something that that makes you less than. Absolutely. Because that's and what you-, you put your value in. And your value shouldn't be in that. Mm-hmm. Now, now, don't get me wrong, though, because I am a woman and I appreciate what the Lord gave me. But there are also natural ways to do things as well. Like, if you're not happy about something because we're women you know what I mean like I don't want to take away from somebody really feeling like that but Mm -hmm. there there are ways to go about it so if you are going to spend thousands of dollars to you know put yourself under the knife put yourself in a situation that could almost cost you your life or Mm -hmm. cause another health problem it has caused people it has caused a lot of people to die and so if you're going to do that you have to really consider what are you really doing this for because you Mm -hmm. says you could go to the gym yeah like you know i go to the gym every day i see people in the gym i know people personally who you know they didn't have a certain type of body shape they didn't have certain features and they were able to naturally like have gains like with the butt girl you could just say it's me (laughs) not talking about you girl because i would just be like uh janae (laughs) but i do know people personally who that that was their that that was their experience yeah they weren't happy what is i'm not gonna say that they weren't happy it was just that as they were starting to like work out and everything where they started seeing how their body was changing and it was like okay well if i change all of this i wonder if i could change this too because you know 
Mm -hmm. Like it would be nice if it was, you know, a little bigger and they were able to grow that, but it still grew in proportion to their specific body. Mm -hmm. It wasn't something where people were like walking around like ants. Right. Where your- You ain't got no thighs. Your behind is like the size of a watermelon and your legs are like a straw. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm just saying. Okay, but I digress. I'm sorry. Okay, just the yeah. image, but um, yeah. But you know that that's how. It, but that it, it does. It does look. That's like legit. That. It definitely does look like that. And I'm not. I'm but, honestly um, not trying to make fun of people. I'm just saying, like, that's how it is. Like, you know, spending all of that time just because, like, you're not happy with, you're not content with yourself, how yeah. God made you to be. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking because I think you uh, you said something um, along the lines of you know you think that because you don't have it that you know you're not anything and it was some, something to that effect mm -hmm. but even on the other side of it you think that by you having that yes. that that's gonna make you something mm -hmm. but you still the same person. person with the same issues with the same issues and a lot of times with the same body but that exactly. and i don't know why that's making me think about you know when mike epps said even mike epps had the wisdom to say it ain't your booty it's your beauty it ain't about your booty it's about who you are as a person. It is not just that one specific area. You can't just work on one specific area and think that that makes you a whole new person. You need to be transformed. Mm -hmm. You need to be renewed. And that's what's gonna make you beautiful. And even if it is a situation where you're doing it because you wanna be found as attractive to men, work on yourself internally. Don't just put all of your focus on on the external and how you look while that there's some benefit to that, but you also need to take the time to work on what is inside. And I was that was making me think about um, in Proverbs where Solomon has said, charm is deceitful and beauty is vain, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. So you you're putting all of this time emphasizing your your physical beauty to try to get the you know attention from people and, and get praise from people but the bible says that it's vain mm -hmm. and i was i was looking at one of one of the definitions of vain um it, i think it was like the last definition that i saw but it said vain means having no meaning or likelihood of fulfillment <laughs> yeah so it means nothing and it is highly unlikely for it to even give you fulfillment. So what are you doing it for? What's your life like? Thoughts, Rachel? Of course, I agree. And that makes me think about one of the foundation verses of this podcast. Yeah. First Peter 3, 4. But let your adorning be the hidden person of the heart with the imperishable beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which in God's sight is very precious. Absolutely. So that imperishable means forever. So your forever beauty yes. is having a gentle and quiet spirit. Yes. So in a gentle and quiet spirit is something that's internal. So the forever so, beauty is not something that is external. Right. Uh, perfect. I love the fact that you brought that up because that was making me think about um, another verse from Proverbs in, in uh, Proverbs 25 too, it says, it is the glory. And I thought it was so interesting because I normally don't think about this scripture in this context, but uh, it says, it is the glory of God to conceal things, but the glory of kings to search things out. Mm -hmm. So to God, the things that are hidden, those are the things that bring him glory. 
not when you have to put everything out there. Yeah. But it's the glory of kings or men to search things out. And I was just thinking, you know, just like about our single sisters and girl, I'd be in the struggle with y'all too. But I was thinking like, you know, we should let God get the glory from us concealing even our physical assets. Cover up your body and that brings glory to God. You know what I'm saying? You don't need to go around showing everything to everybody. When your husband comes, then you will have the time to show that to him. And that will be something that brings glory to God. But I think that, you know, a lot of us, we just get caught up in, in wanting the attention of men so bad and, and idolizing marriage so bad that we feel like we need to get ahead of God and show ourselves to a man. But that's that's not what brings God glory. No, because at the end of the day, like whoever is supposed to see you, yeah, will see you. Whoever is supposed to find you will find you. You don't have to do anything. No. But the problem is, is that unfortunately, even Christian women, but women in our society are so thirsty mm. and they're the ones that are chasing after men instead of, you know, men finding them, but they're the ones that's chasing after men. So of course they feel like, you know, and you know, <laughs> I feel like this has been like uh, something that has been talked about for years. There's not as many men on the planet, which is ridiculous. <laughs> you know, God, God has men, mm-hmm. and whoever God has for you, sis, like he, that's who, that's who he has for you. You don't have to make anything happen. God is sovereign, no. and even if it's a sister that's not necessarily waiting for a husband or a man, and well, you waiting on a man, you waiting on a husband. Let's Period. Be clear. But even if you're not, but I don't know, using your beauty or appearance, even for career goals, Mm -hmm. just anything like that, that's, that's wrong. Hmm. And you should, let me ask you this question. What do you think about a Christian woman being a model? So there are different types of models. Okay. So you would have to break it down because there are hair models nail models you know because there are christian designers there are christian people who own clothing lines so Mm -hmm. you need models to model the clothes right so in that sense but you mean like fashion week yeah like fashion fashion. yeah you know you're you are making a living based off of how you look (laughs) what what do you think about that of course i believe that that's vain mm-hmm. yeah i mean i just i never thought about it until i just asked you the question girl um and i never <laughs> i never really thought that it was a problem outside of the fact that like especially when you get to certain types of levels they always will put you in compromising positions it's like you can start out modeling shoes and stuff like that but everybody got to do that one um that one photo shoot where they got the snake around them and you ain't got no clothes on. Yeah, you do the new shoot. Yeah. yeah, but I don't think. But I don't honestly. I don't. I can't go as far as to say that modeling as a whole is wrong. Not like you as can't a say whole. That. Of course, there are sex. So I believe, especially if you're going to be in the fashion industry, mm-hmm. you have to have certain connections. Which you know, I had to turn down as well. well. well right. I'm not going to say I turned it down. The Lord, I didn't turn it down. Mm-hmm. The Lord just didn't allow it to happen. Yeah. But I definitely had opportunities 
in my past life. Mm-hmm. But it just was like, yeah, girl, this ain't happening. And it was like, mm-hmm, okay, well, thank you, thank you, thank you, Jesus. But because in order to be in the industry, you have to compromise, you have, you must, it is a requirement to compromise. And so if you're going to be in the industry, but if it's, like I said, you are somebody who is a Christian, you have a clothing line, you have models, that's simple. No, there's nothing wrong with that. But if you want to be, if you want to be on a certain level, you want to be the next Tyra Banks, Mm -hmm. you know, you're going to have to do with Tyra Banks. You have to make those Tyra Banks moves. Then gonna have us out here like we were all rooting for you. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. But I mean, I I do think that to you know go back to your point about women dressing a certain type of way to gain attention from men mm-hmm. says so like I just I I feel like a lot of us because we're in our thirties now. You know, we were younger because that's what our society promotes. But as you get older and you just appreciate what it is that God has given you and how he's made you, he's given you the features that you have, you just appreciate it. And so, like, you just recognize, like, wow, that was really dumb. And <laughs> and just also trying to attract people for the wrong reasons. Yeah. I don't want somebody. Honestly, I do not. Of course, I know that I'm beautiful internally and externally, but I do not want somebody to be interested in me solely on how I look because there's just so much more to me than how I look this is just a shell yeah you know who I truly am is like deep down inside Mm -hmm. and you would have to get to know that because that's the thing that's hidden you Mm -hmm. would have to get to know that in order to get to know me you can't think that just because you see me you see certain attributes you see certain things about me externally that that even gives you a clue into who I am now I mean it does give you you know an idea Mm-hmm. You know, but you don't have the full picture. It gives you a glimpse. And that's just like with anybody. Even on the flip side of that, you know, women who do dress a certain type of way, I always think that it's funny that they always try to portray themselves as mm-hmm. having so much mm-hmm. confidence when in actuality they have the lowest self-esteem because any woman who has real self-esteem, who has confidence, especially let's also make sure that we are going to um, distinguish a woman of God mm-hmm. whose hope is in the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, like, I don't have to show my body no. to be beautiful. I don't have to, I don't have to have 30 men. I don't, even, I don't have to have any man's um, comments or opinions to know that I'm beautiful. I don't need any of that. I'm, I love how God made me, Amen. you know, but the way that they portray it as if like, oh, you know, they dress in, scantily clad Mm -hmm. and trying to make you think like hey like you don't know i'm confident because i can show all of i can show off my body which a lot of times you know you had to go under the knife to get (laughs) and even if you and even if you didn't just like like why would you ever want somebody to look at you for what what is on the outside and a lot of times like those people like like i said like they're uh have a low Mm self-esteem depressed have anxiety, but you just care so much about what other people, and why do you care so much about what other people think? Like, I don't understand. Like, one of the things that I say often is like, listen, like, number one, you're not God. My identity is not in you. My identity is in Jesus Christ, okay? So I don't care what anybody has to say about how I look. Mm -hmm. Number two, if you're not paying my bills, right? and if I don't have your last name, I don't care about what you think. It doesn't matter to me. I, I agree 100%. And the thing is, you know, what makes us different from women in the world is that 
we have the understanding that our bodies, our beauty is not ours. It's the Lord's. Exactly. And it is to serve the Lord and to serve the purposes that the Lord intended for us to serve. Not exactly. for us to get attention from anybody else, not for us to elevate ourselves in any type of way. It is literally for the Lord. And, you know, it's... I'm sorry. I don't mean to interrupt you. I really don't. I'm sorry. But I just I just really wanted to say that to your point also, and, that, and you, you made this earlier, is another thing that is different a different thing between us as safe women and women in the world is that number one, like I don't, like the world will have you thinking that this is not true, but a real man does not want a woman that is going to show her behind and dress like that. They don't. Re- even men in the world, they don't want modest women. Mm-hmm. Even when I was in the world and you know, I wasn't really on the modest side whenever I, <laughs> <laughs> whenever I had a man and we were going out and I thought I was going to be able to go out and show certain types of things. They checked me. And they weren't even saved. I think that that's that's something that is just instinctive for a man to want to cover up what is his. So how much more does the Lord want to cover up what is his? Exactly. But it's just like that verse that you said, like, you know, with God, it's it's the glory of God to conceal a thing. Yes. So, of course, there's relation because man is created in God's image. So, of course, a man is going to want something that's concealed exactly no real man wants his woman showing what's his period totally agree well worth the interruption um (laughs) it's all good um but yeah i was saying you know um like our bodies are not our own it we belong to the lord and it was it was making me think about in romans 12 1 Uh, Where Paul has said, I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, by the mercies of God to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. And so what really stuck out to me more than ever was where he said, by the mercies of God, it is a mercy of God for us to even be able to present our bodies as a living sacrifice. He doesn't just give that privilege to everyone. This is something, this is a gift that God gives us as his children to be able to present our bodies as a sacrifice. Every sacrifice is not accepted. And that was making me think about, (laughs) okay. Okay, Cain and Abel. And there we go. That's what I was thinking about. You need to present God with what he sees as acceptable. You can't just present him anything. And I was also just thinking about the fact that, you know, Paul had emphasized the importance of um, just showing that that this is our spiritual worship. Mm -hmm. The way that we present our bodies is worship to God. Amen. You know what I'm saying? So if you don't, if you don't present yourself in the proper way, the way you present yourself, it is either worship or evidence of the absence of worship. Absolutely. And I love that you brought that up because I also don't want people to take it far and think that you don't have to take care of yourself. Oh, no. Especially as women who are saved. I mean, as women, period. But because this is because we're saved and this is catered to women who are saved. Right. You know, we should present 
not even that like we should and then we should also want to present the best version of ourselves absolutely internally externally yeah you know because you know to your point and like we're saying is that like we are not our own we were bought at a price Mm -hmm. you know we are to present our bodies as a living sacrifice so that means that i should present the best version of myself with how i carry myself externally as well Mm -hmm. now that doesn't mean that I'm going to go crazy and just be, you know, vain and obsessed with how I look. But I do want to also present the best version of myself as well, because that's what God did for us. Exactly. That's what he does for us. He gives us the best. And so we need to give God our best because, you know, I don't want to go, you know, we are definitely not trying to go, um, you know, too extreme in either direction. Mm -mm. But, you know, because there are people who think that, you know, like women shouldn't wear makeup we shouldn't do this you shouldn't have eyelashes you shouldn't do this. you shouldn't have nails that like you know i'm we're not saying that at all mm-hmm. just like with everything on this podcast every episode that we've ever you know talk about or every episode we ever will talk about everything is always the it starts with the heart your motives one million so percent. it doesn't matter like i don't want women to think like okay sorry y'all saying that you know it's a sin or it's wrong for us to you know wear makeup Absolutely not, because I wear makeup, no. you know, get your eyelashes done. No, but it's all about what your motives are. If you are wearing makeup and you're getting your lashes done and get your hair done and you're doing that so you can get attention, then mm-hmm. yes, that is a problem. That is, that's, that's wrong. Absolutely. You know, unless, you know, for example, like you are a married woman and you're doing that to please your husband because that's what, but that's what you're supposed to do. So but if you are like a single woman and you are, you know, trying to do certain things to gain attention from men, yes, that is wrong. If, even mm-hmm. if you're trying to gain attention from other women, yes, that is wrong. Absolutely. You know, but we are saying that everything just starts with the heart. So I just wanted to be clear on that, that we're not saying like, hey, wearing this is a sin, wearing that is a sin. No, <laughs> I'm not saying that at all because sis, I also love me a good beat. <laughs> but then I also love when I'm just natural. Yeah. And, and, you, and that's a big thing, too, with women. Balance. Yeah, that's a really big thing, too, with women. It's like getting to the point where makeup or no makeup, you're good with yourself. Yes. So, like, I could go out and, you know, have makeup on and feel the same exact way about myself when I don't have makeup on. I don't, mm-hmm. it's not like I cannot leave the house without, no. Mm-mm. And, you know, then definitely, you know, would need to check your heart and ask the Lord, you know, to show you what's on your heart, to show you why you're doing these things, allow him to show you, allow him to convict you because. Hmm. No, go ahead. I was like, do you have something? But no, like I I definitely would think that you need to ask the Lord to show you what's on your heart. Yes. Because, you know, none of these things in and of itself, it's not wrong, but like, you know, we keep reiterating, it's just all on, you know, your motives. I, I agree 100%, but you know, it's hard to do that you know what i'm saying it's hard to not place your value in your beauty when that is exactly what is being promoted you see it everywhere it was making me think about this one um this one song um, from back in the day when i was listening to secular music um called mascara and she says specifically like what you were saying, you know, because you were saying, you know, I don't feel any more or less beautiful if I choose to not wear makeup or if I choose to wear it. And she was saying, you know, I never leave the house without makeup on. 
And that's the life of so many different people. You know, they really just have no value in themselves other than, you know, putting makeup on and, and making themselves seem or appear appear to be beautiful to other people. But our society, it it embraces that. It promotes that. You know what I'm saying? And it's it's just really sad. But I love I love the um the dichotomy, one of my favorite words, uh, <laughs> of what you were talking about. You know what I'm saying? Like we have the freedom to do it, but just don't make it an idol. You know, and, and, and a verse that we really have been just like standing on is is first Peter two sixteen, where it says Live as people who are free, not using your freedom as a cover-up for evil, but living as servants of God. So you're free to wear that makeup. You're free to get your little wig, little weave, get your nails done. You know what I'm saying? You are free to do that. But when it comes to the point where that you are idolizing yourself, that's when it's a problem. As it said in the verse, we are supposed to be using our freedom to live as servants of God. Absolutely. I mean, that also just makes me think, I'm sorry, think about Romans 12, 3, for by the grace given to me, I say to everyone among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think with sober judgment, each according to the measure of faith that God has assigned. Absolutely. Like, if you are thinking about, first of all, I mean, it is because we are human so of course you just think about yourself you know what I mean? yeah but there's there's just that obviously the whole reason for this particular episode but that's that thin line between and it is a thin line very being you know you know just appreciating your beauty and being vain it's a very very thin line you know i i heard and i don't remember which one because mm-hmm. there are one of two of my favorite podcasts smiling at the future and just thinking I'm not sure on which one they said it on but they were emphasizing it actually was just thinking because it was Daryl that said it mm-hmm. but he was just you know saying like you shout know, out to Daryl yes and, 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 and Virgil yes. oh my hey had to so <laughs> <laughs> this is the norm <laughs> Daryl you know he was just like saying like sometimes you do have to check Am I taking too many selfies? Like, even with right. social media, like, is my page just, you know, showing, is it giving glory to myself or is it giving glory mm-hmm. to God? Like, is it just all about me and myself and me, myself, and I? Yeah. You know, even in, like, that was something that at the time when I heard it, that it made me reflect on myself, like, you know, okay, sis, am I taking, mm-hmm. how many selfies do I need to take before I can even get up? Because, you know, right. like, you know, sometimes... You know, especially because at the mm. time I wasn't going out as much anymore. And so, you know, occasionally I would, you know, like get all dolls up. Yeah, sometimes you just got to make sure you still got it good. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But oh, I know I feel good. Okay. You know, it, and it will never be great. <laughs> Lord willing, it won't be. But, you know, I just remember it was like in the moment, it was just like, okay, like, you know, like I'm cool. You know, like it's good. Like that was enough. Mm-hmm. Because I was just like looking at myself and I'm like, yeah, I love it. Like, I just, I love like just seeing myself. Because sometimes when I look at pictures of myself, I'm like, I'm looking at it like, okay, yeah, I look like I feel like I'm pretty. But -hmm. also I'm just like, wow, like this is me. Like, you know, just, and I also just like think about how I used to be. So like when I look at a picture of myself, it's not just like, 
oh my gosh, I'm celebrating. It's mm-hmm. just like a whole thing. But um, the selfie thing, it really did hit me because it was like, okay, girl, you need to watch that. You need to be mindful of how many you take. And that was something too. Like I just don't post selfies mm-hmm. and things like that. Um, Dang, girl, so we can't go to selfie world no more? I'm not saying that. I mean, <laughs> but that's, but that, that's fun though. That's fun. Okay. Um, I mean, condition during the episode. I mean, my God, today. So, because what else is the purpose to but take, to take selfies? You, you're just in there all day taking selfies. So, but I will say that it's fun because I'm not just taking pictures only of okay, myself. Okay. Like I'm with other people. Like, right. so like group photos. So I feel like that's okay. like fun, like for memories. But it, like, if I go to Selfie World by myself, that's, first of all, that's weird. Yeah, yeah. So like, I've never done anything like that by myself and I couldn't mm-hmm. um, because that's awkward to me. Yeah. But it was just really for the experience. And like, you know, cause I love like having pictures as memories. But mm-hmm. to your point, like, if that were something that, you know, we were there all day, I, that would obviously be a problem. Yeah. Okay, well, you better go on ahead, girl. Live as as a person that is free. Yeah, but I'm not. I'm not gonna be. No, I'm not gonna be obsessed with myself because I'm very aware that girl. I could, ju- you know, the Lord could just be like, all right, time is that mm-hmm. on sis, and it's just like, you know, it's like when you were like think about it like that, or just think about like people who had the experiences of being in car accidents and like their bodies changing or their face changing, whatever. Like when you think about those things and that could be a reality or maybe you could, you know, unfortunately have a disease, sickness, whatever. Like you never know, like a lot of women, like even like through pregnancy, a lot of women, like their mm-hmm. bodies just change so much. You know what I mean? That nose Oh, we don't know if that's going to happen to you. Lord, please don't. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, you just never know. Like, and then even as we get older, too, as we age, yeah. your body changes. When I hit 30, child, I feel like my knees let me know something was different. <laughs> <laughs> For real, though. Stuff cracking that ain't never cracked before. I know. It's like, what is this? But <laughs> I do think that it is important to just, like, with everything, have things in it proper place you yeah. know even with getting dolled up because we're women and i i'm a huge advocate of getting dolled up yes yeah, like fun. huge advocate of you know presenting the best version of yourself but you know even as you're doing that god needs to be the one that's getting the glory from that and not you absolutely you don't get no you don't get the glory you don't get the glory no because no, this is not your story Hallelujah. um but that was just making me think about, you know, like the importance of examining yourself. Mm-hmm. Like we can live as we are free. We have the freedom to do all of these things, but you need to regularly, regularly examine yourself and examine your motives to make sure that you're not doing it from the wrong place. Mm-hmm. And um, that was making me think about Second Corinthians thirteen five, where it says, examine yourselves to see whether you are in the faith test yourselves or do you not realize this about yourself yourselves that jesus christ is in you unless indeed you fail to meet the test and when i was reading this i was the question that came to my mind is how are you representing christ in the way you carry yourself Mm -hmm. because you know he's he's exhorting us to examine ourselves and and giving us the reminder that it's Jesus Christ that's in us. So we are 
we are representing him in the way that we we carry ourselves and the way that we present ourselves so i would i would encourage everybody that is listening right now ask yourself that question absolutely how are you representing christ in the way that you carry yourself i love that i really do because that's something that i try to think about very often mm-hmm. with everything even driving yeah you know, and it can be tough at times and to some people it might seem trivial but i heard an older pastor talk about that you know with everything that we do we have to give glory to god and i had just thought about even at times when i'm driving you know somebody cut you off and it just really irritates you you mm-hmm. know when somebody just cut you off and then you just and you just love this the driving slow <laughs> you know, just cut me off just to drive slower cut me off just to like get off at the exit like you know mm-hmm. or just like the people where it's like like inches away from an accident you yeah. know those things that frustrate you and just like your initial thoughts and your initial reaction when those things happen that's something that I'm definitely continuing to work on mm-hmm. but I love that you said that but relating into how we carry ourselves as women too, mm-hmm. with how we deal with each other, how we speak to one another, you know, mm-hmm. how we think about each other, mm-hmm. you know, how we, I just, with how you carry yourself as a whole, yeah, you know, how you present yourself. Don't let it be a situation where you dress one way at church, mm-hmm. but you know, when you go to Whole Foods or you go to Trader Joe's or wherever, you dress in somewhere different. Or if you're going out with your girls, mm-hmm. you know, you dress in a different way too, or behaving, Cause it's not even just with how you're dressing also with how you're behaving absolutely yeah and that that ties into the the definition of beauty that you brought out in the beginning of the the episode it's not just about appealing to physical senses it's it's in your totality yeah and who you are as a person you can look modest and not be modest and we spoke about that the last time that we oh, that absolutely. we addressed the topic of modesty but that's something that we need to keep in mind the way that we present ourselves as a whole like you said you know the way that i speak to somebody the way that i treat them and if we're talking about senses i need to bring this up smell smell can we, can we talk about you that know what i'm saying that is that's that is offensive. The gospel is offensive enough. Your breath don't need to be offending people too. Not even just like your breath, but you. Yes. Your body. Yes. Okay. Because I'm sorry, but as women, I just, I do not believe in women smelling weird. No. Like I just, <laughs> I'm sorry. Like we're women. We're feminine. Right. You know, it shouldn't. And there are people you may have, you may have a condition. Mm-hmm. of eating the wrong things which well, is that is a fixable condition and i was gonna say that you know you you would need to if you're eating the wrong things that's going to come out in your body listen is your breath modest okay are your arm armpits modest you know because if if you don't take care of it and you don't present yourself in the right way you are offending somebody else and i know it seems like it's funny but this is the truth like it's it's for real you need to present yourself in the right way on every level because do you not know that christ is in you i i i I mean like you said people could think that it's a joke but it's for real because even being a woman like when i'm in certain spaces 
and there are other women and it's like okay it's only women in here and it smells like this right. like we go to the gym every day right. and it's like okay okay yeah what is this this is especially like i've literally walked out because of the smell because like where we work out like at the gym that we go to there's a part where it's just for only women mm -hmm. and it amazes me on a, every day because we go there every single day five days a week mm -hmm. it is so amazing to me that's when i say amazing like it's ridiculous <laughs> i should say it's yeah. like how does it like you would think that you would never honestly believe that it smells like that in this women and it's, it's unbelievable it's it's disgusting to me because of the fact that it smells like that yeah but i feel like one out of every two women in there are in the mirror taking pictures of themselves right. almost naked in the gym. Yeah. Like literally, I have never, I'm like, are we at the beach or are, are, <laughs> are we in the gym? Like I've never seen this, like people literally like shorts are so short that they just, they look like bikini bottoms. Yeah, no SpongeBob. Like for real, and it's like so you're doing all of this. You're in you're in the mirror. You're in the mirror with and some and a lot of women really do walk around just their sports bra at mm -hmm. the gym. So you're in the sports bra and the panties essentially. Mm -hmm. But it smells like this. Mm -hmm. But the bathroom is disgusting. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I'm trying. I'm trying to connect the dots. Because your your physical beauty is exactly as Solomon described it as vain, meaning nothing, yeah. and bringing no fulfillment to you and nobody else. If you pretty and you stank, you ain't bringing no fulfillment no. to no to no one else. No. So I'm sorry, I didn't even plan on saying that, but I just felt like that that needed to be addressed. No, I mean I I agree. That's something that it really does just. It's a huge concern to me as a woman, you know, because I like seeing other women like that. It really is like almost heartbreaking. Like, yeah. you know, it's like in one way it's frustrating, but another way it's like, wow, like your self-esteem has to be very low mm -hmm. for you to really walk around all like half naked in a place full of strangers. People don't know you. You don't even know like, because you know, the area that we mainly work out in mostly women but you don't know if every woman in there is okay meaning straight <laughs> you know <laughs> you don't know that <laughs> you know what I'm saying like you don't know that and then even like some women will go out into like the main area where there are men you don't yeah. know if there are people in there who have you know some type of like um like sexual um, addiction yeah sexual addiction or like they have like a history of like sexual violence like yeah you don't even know that but you're presenting that yeah. And you, you put yourself in a situation where, you know, you can be making, also making somebody stumble because you don't know, like, if somebody, like you said, like, has, like, a history of, like, a sexual addiction or, I'm sorry, sexual addiction or, like, they have, like, a, a really bad sin issue with that. Yeah. And them seeing you, that could really trigger them. Mm -hmm. And so it's, like, especially as saved women, because unfortunately there are women who do proclaim Jesus Christ, who do unfortunately dressed that way even to the gym mm -hmm. and you have to have to remind yourself of romans 14 13 where it says therefore let us not pass judgment on one another any longer but rather decide never to put a stumbling block or hindrance in the way of a brother Amen. so you have to also just remember at all times whether it's a man or a woman to not do anything that is going to cause a brother or sister to stumble 
Amen. Uh, that's what it's all about, you know? Like, it's not just about doing what feels good to you. It's not about living your life according to the flesh. Of course, the flesh wants to get attention. But when yes. you are in Christ, you need to die to your flesh yes. daily. Let that go so that you can be a blessing to someone else. Yeah. And if you're you're not being mindful of the way that you're carrying yourself, the way that you dress and, and all of the other things that come along with beauty, the definition of beauty, then you are getting in the way of potentially appealing to someone else. And I, I always go back to that verse. But, you know, we are God is using us to appeal to other people. Yeah. I feel like that's what kind of one of my favorite yeah. verses, girl. But, yeah, he is appealing to other people through us. So. If we are not carrying ourselves in the right manner or are living our lives with the understanding that that is what we're, that's why we're here. Mm -hmm. There's no other reason for us to be here, but for God to appeal through us. Yeah. So that's, that's something that I think is really important to be mindful of. And, you know, I, it was just thinking, making me think about, you know, in Proverbs 6, 16, 25, it says, there is a way that seems right to a man, to a man, sorry, but his end is the way to death. And um, when I was preparing, I was thinking about the connection to that, to Romans 8, 1, 8, 1 through 8. And it says, therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. For the law of the spirit of life has set you free in Christ Jesus from the law of sin and death. For God has done what the law weakened by the flesh could not do by sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh. And for sin, he condemned sin in the flesh in order that the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh but those who live according to the spirit set their minds on the things of the spirit. For to set the mind on the flesh is death, but to set the mind on the spirit is life and peace. For the mind that is set on the flesh is hostile to God, for it does not submit to God's law. Indeed, it cannot. Those who are in the flesh cannot please God. You cannot do it. You cannot please God. And when I was I was thinking about this, you know, just reading through this verse, it it really stuck out to me that it was letting us know whenever we're operating in the flesh, we are operating in death. There is nothing, there is nothing that is alive. There is no life that comes from operating in the flesh. That's why a lot of these women who are out there just exposing their bodies like that, they look miserable because you are dead. You are literally dead. And, and, and it makes no sense for us as Christians to partake in the works of death when we have been given life through the spirit. No, I love that you said that. And I also wanted to address this because I kind of spoke about it a little bit earlier about women, but I've also you know heard of Christian women wanting to get cosmetic surgery to change certain things mm -hmm. in their bodies. Mm -hmm. And I definitely would encourage you to not yeah. you know we all have different struggles we have different issues and experiences 
And I don't ever want to minimalize what it is that somebody is mentally experiencing. Absolutely. Because I don't know, you know, what you're going through. Yeah. But I will say that God made you beautiful. Absolutely. You know, God made you, I like to tell this to people personally, like face to face, but you know, God made you the way that he made you for a reason. He gave Absolutely. you the specific body that you have for a reason. If he wanted you to have another body, he would have given you, you know, he's God. He created the heavens and the earth. Mm-hmm. You know, he created male and female. He created mm-hmm. them. You know, he created the animals. He created everything. Yeah. So, you know, everything that God does is for a reason. He's an intentional God, mm-hmm. you know. He is supreme. He's sovereign. He is high and he is lifted up. He doesn't need our help in these areas. Like he doesn't need, he doesn't need any, God is, he's so perfect that like he is everything that he needs within himself. So he don't need us. Like, let's just get that clear. You know what I mean? Because he already destroyed the earth first time. Okay. He just was like. destroyed almost everybody. You know what I'm saying? Okay. But, you know, he did give you everything that you have for a reason. He gave you your body. He gave you. The eyes that you have, your nose, your mouth, you know, your skin, like everything he gave it to you for a reason because it's going to bring him glory. And if there's something that you're struggling with, there's something that you're not liking, you know, I would I would encourage you to go to the Lord in prayer about it. You know, mm-hmm. ask him ask, because like I always say, he already knows. Absolutely. But I definitely would not encourage you as a sister in Christ to turn to like cosmetic surgery or anything that would make you put yourself in a position where you could destroy what God has built and which is your temple and you your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit and you know I also wanted to kind of just talk about for a little bit before we before we uh, close but um, I was reading this 2020 uh, article from Psychology Today by Michael Riley and Keon Parsa, and they were saying that the number of cosmetic surgeries and cosmetic procedures in the U.S. has dramatically increased over the last decade, with an estimated 18 million undergoing surgical or minimally invasive procedures in 2018 alone. So that was, uh, what, five years ago, and that was 18 million people. You know it's had to increase by now. Yeah, and I thought it was interesting because it was either just going under surgery or even like minimal like uh, invasive procedures. So they were even like Botox, things like mm-hmm. that. And most of the cosmetic procedures that people were having, so I know I'm not going to get all 10, but like the top yeah. were like um, breast lifts, breast augmentations, I think the number one was liposuction. Mm. There was people getting their, like the bags under their eyes removed, mm. their eyebrow lifts, the eyelid lifts, wow. nose jobs. Like it, it was insane the amount of uh, cosmetic procedures. But the thing that I found so interesting is that it was saying that Studies have identified two primary stimuli for seeking cosmetic surgery. One, to raise self-esteem, and mm. two, to improve image satisfaction. My God, but the prevalence of mood disorders is also much higher in the cosmetic surgery population. So a recent study found that 44% of their patient population had suffered from a psychiatric disorder, most commonly depression and generalized anxiety disorder. Both of these conditions were found to be correlated with lower self-esteem and lower self 
image satisfaction. And then several personality disorders are also known to be factors in the pursuit of cosmetic surgery. Narcissistic personality disorder defined by someone's need for admiration and lack of empathy has been found in up to 25% of people seeking cosmetic surgery. Well, that's a mic drop moment. (laughs) I mean, it's like so much came to my mind. I don't know what to say. Um, Wow. Wow. I just rather serve Christ. You know what I'm saying? I would. I would rather just serve Christ and just be happy with what he, how he's made me and be content in all circumstances than to go through that. But I mean, it makes so much sense that there's a link between bad mental health and literally wanting to change the way God made you to be. I mean, that, that makes total sense and I feel like a lot of times I I, I believe that it it mentioned it in this context but they go in and they get these surgeries and then it'll it'll lead to yes so what you was trying to fix what you was trying to fix it made it worse yes and that's almost half so it was 44 percent suffer from from the depression and the anxiety and the lower self-esteem and low, it's like you were doing it because you had a low self-esteem and a low uh, image satisfaction. But almost half of the people, even after getting the surgeries, it was like it, the the depression came, the anxiety came, and then your self-esteem got even lower. Wow. Well, that's what happens when you try to interrupt the plan and the purpose of God. God made you intentionally. He didn't make any mistakes. mistakes. You know, it makes me think about this one Christian rapper. He said, if God didn't want to, if God didn't want you to be who you are, then why'd he do it? It's a wonderful question. He did it on purpose. He does everything on purpose. He didn't make any mistakes. He didn't make you with full lips or small lips or a lack of booty or a big booty or whatever it is by accident. He thought before he formed you in your mother's womb, he knew you. So embrace who it is that he made you to be. And there's nothing wrong with beautifying yourself there's nothing wrong with that and i really just want to emphasize that there's nothing wrong with it you need to be a good steward over the body that god has given you and don't let yourself go and that's whether you're single or married don't think that just because you got a husband that you could just slack off no your body is for his pleasure your body is not your own so you need to keep up with it so that you can please him so that you can please the lord but yeah, it's just it's just really sad to hear all of that type of stuff. I I choose Christ and would always choose Christ. I would and I definitely just wanna, you know, keep those women, you know, that have been struggling with their appearance. Yeah. Because also a lot of things can stem from like childhood and mm-hmm. the things that people have experienced not feeling pretty from childhood and you yeah. just never really know. Mm-hmm. But if you are contemplating you know, like surgery, I definitely suggest that you pray and ask the Lord to just show you why that's even something that you want to do. Mm-hmm. You know, if you are struggling to even not even, you may not even be trying to, I'm not saying, I'm not going to say try, but you may not even be in a place where you want to consider surgery or you are considering surgery, but you just don't like certain things about, you know, your body. You just 
you wish it wasn't there, you wish things were different. I definitely will just, con you know, definitely want to encourage you to seek the Lord as always, you know, Amen. just seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these other things be added unto you. And, you know, like you said, there's nothing wrong with beautifying yourself. I mean, even in the book of Esther, you know, when, mm -hmm. <laughs> when the virgins had to be brought to King Hajuerus, you know, the women, they, it took them 12 months to beautify themselves Absolutely. with myrrh and oil, the oil of myrrh and everything. So I definitely want to encourage my sister. Yes. Single, married, in between, whatever. You need to keep up with yourself. We're women. God made us the way he made us beautiful. We are already beautiful. So we need to really just appreciate the way that God made us. But also, like I want to just reiterate that I don't want to minimize what people are feeling and what they're going through. Mm -hmm. Continue to seek the Lord while he may be found. Call Amen. upon him while he's near. Come on, Rachel. I'm just saying. <laughs> so um, definitely want to encourage our sisters to just continue to seek the Lord. Pray, ask the Lord. There is not, there is not a question that is too stupid or too dumb to ask the Lord. I mean, the things that, I mean, I've lost things in my room and I prayed, okay? Like, that's like legit. I've been like, Lord, I've lost, that That happened to me. Like, I lost an earring mm -hmm. before and it was one of my favorite earrings. And I was like, it's just so, so I was like, why do I keep? Cause honestly, that it was unfortunately a habit of mine where mm -hmm. I just would put it down me too. And then it would just drop and I'll be like, oh my gosh. Like it would just like blend in with the carpet or something. <laughs> but it was this one time I really thought that I lost it and I prayed and I asked the Lord. I was just like, Lord, this is honest. Like, and he knew. Yeah. I was actually like <laughs> really upset. But I did pray and I asked the Lord to just like help me to find it. And it was like it was just really bothering me. And I'm the type of person where I, I just I have to figure things out at times. And yes, I was like, man, this is I was like, I just cannot, this does not make sense. Why can I not find this earring? And I sat down and something just made me when I say something, I believe that the Holy Spirit just like led me to sit on the couch and I literally just put my hand in between the couch and I pulled my hand up and my earring was in my hand. And it was so surreal to me, but it made me emotional because it just showed me just like the smallest things that we are concerned about, he is concerned about, like, and he already knows. Mm -hmm. And so whatever it is that you're going through, you know, even if you are, like we said from the previous episode, struggling with your femininity, ask the Lord, pray, pray to the Lord. And also like pray to the Lord that he will bring you the people in your life that can also help you with these things. Because God gave us community. He gave us sisters, mm -hmm. you know, he gave us people that we can, you know, confide in, that we can talk to. So I definitely, that's my prayer for all of you, that um, you will just go to the Lord and allow him to be pleased by how you live your life internally and externally. Amen. Uh, I thank you. I mean, you said it all. I don't have anything else to add. I really don't. And I'm not going to, you know, be speaking just to be speaking. So um, God bless all of y'all. Please do know that we take uh, these episodes very seriously and we pray to the Lord to give us the words to say it's not just our opinion even though we make jokes and stuff like that um, <laughs> it really is something that we we take serious and we go to the Lord about so really would love to interact with all of you guys who are listening um, because this is a community y'all our sis too it ain't just us that sisters y'all are our sis too so Please, please feel free to 
hit us up on social media. Um, Rachel, go over the pages, girl, because you know you run that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, <laughs> yes, so like Janae said, uh, follow us um, on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at oh that's my sis and oh spelled out oh that's my sis and if you you know have a comment or you want to ask us a question you just want to connect with us you just want to you know like even share some of your experiences share a story with us you can email us at oh that's my sis at gmail.com and that's spelled out oh that's my sis at gmail.com and like janae said we definitely appreciate all of you for listening we do not take this lightly because we know that this is something that the lord gave us to do so we really do truly appreciate everyone for listening amen well thank you for hanging in there with us (laughs) um for another episode of that's my sis and we will see you or y'all will hear us (laughs) in the next episode god bless bye my sis